My name is Dimitri, and I'm a productivity and minimalism enthusiast. I'm Chance. I'm a philosophy and ethics enthusiast. And you're listening to the Rise Productive Podcast. The show where productivity meets philosophy. And what it means to build a better life. Now grab a mug and join us for the Productive Brew. About a year and a half ago, I was in a place where I didn't understand who I was, where I was going, or what I wanted. My life felt curtailed to those in my immediate proximity, and that, perhaps, I was living out someone else's vision of who I should be, rather than determining that for myself. At this time, I came across a video from Jordan Peterson. Dimitri has shown me many of Captain Sinbad's watches blank once, including David Goggins, Gary Vee, and Jordan Peterson, and from this parody video, I became genuinely curious in Jordan Peterson. While watching one of his lectures, the interviewer asked Jordan how someone in his 20s can get his life together amongst doom-scrolling, polarizing politics, and the looming temptations of social media. Peterson simply replied, Start by making your bed. Now this was something I considered so cliche that I began making my bed simply to say that I did it to my friends while mocking Jordan Peterson. Yet over time, making my bed became a real habit for me, and it was arguably the first step I took towards my self-help journey. So in this episode, I want to briefly touch on the beginning of my self-help process and how simple habits can formulate into life-altering actions. But before I get into that, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your thoughts from this or any episode of the podcast. We'll be reading from audience comments on the main podcast, which has been a fun experience to say the least, and we want to keep that going by hearing from all of you. Not long after I began making my bed, did Dimitri start poking his head into my room and he noticed the change. He could tell I was interested in living more intentionally, and next thing you know, Dimitri was helping me time block my upcoming semester on Google Calendar. Another small change that exploded into a world of better living. Once I began time blocking, I won back my time and could dedicate time towards doing the things I loved. Not only that, I regained the time to learn about Notion, which propelled a number of new habits forward. For years, I enjoyed meditating, but my practice was inconsistent and only returned after hitting a breaking point either in my social or athletic life. Once I developed a strong connection with Notion, I utilized Dimitri's habit tracker to construct a routine of all the habits I wanted to complete. I began meditating, doing yoga, reminding myself to floss and wear my retainer, wear sunscreen on my face every morning before practice, read for pleasure, and other tasks that maintain or enhance my lifestyle. With these practices, I've created a deeper spiritual connection. I have crafted my own voice both as a writer and as a person, and I feel more attuned to the needs of my body and mind more than ever. The guy who went running to YouTube to solve his identity crisis did not find the answers there, but nonetheless found the first step towards making it all happen. By making my bed, I define what is within my control and make the active decision to take my life back. Life is inherently chaotic. And when we fill our lives with order, we are filling life with humanistic meaning. Instead of letting the chaos surround us and consume us from the inside out, we leave our imprint on the environment around us by realizing what is within our control and taking the wheel. And to make one final remark, the compound effects of habits are not entirely intangible or spiritual either. I could go on about the academic and athletic progress these habits have delivered me, or the professional edge Dimitri carries with his long list of good habits. But instead, I'll give you a brief anecdote from my life recently. Just a couple of weeks ago, I had an unexplainably poor performance at a race. As I crossed the finish line, I was frustrated that despite doing everything within my control, the race just went to crap. 
I live and breathe the sport, I told myself. How could something have gone this catastrophically bad? Upon seeing a number of specialists to find the solution to my issue, I began reframing this attitude. I was bombarded with questions from different mental and physical health specialists, and it felt incredibly awarding and assuring to know that I had checked off so many boxes. How's your sleep chance? Great. I have a great wind down routine and almost always get eight to nine hours. How's your diet? Good. I'm vegetarian, but still get plenty of protein from legumes and tofu. Do you meditate and visualize? Of course. I meditate and visualize nightly. Although I have no clear-cut answer to the physiological issue at hand with my body and why I race poorly, I am reassured that my room is in order. I check off all my boxes and go out into the world confident with who I am, what I stand for, and where I am headed because my path is guided by the actions I partake in daily. The compounding effects of habits is the ability to pave the path towards your better self. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Productive Brew. If you want to receive this or any episode of the podcast as a newsletter, head over to riseproductive.com newsletter. Thank you as always, and we will see you in the next one.